Welcome to the Cashflow Guys Podcast. Join Tyler and his team as they unlock the secrets to achieving financial independence through wealth-building strategies inspired by Robert Kiyosaki and other thought-provoking leaders. Learn to build leveraged streams of cash flow that land in your pocket and improve your quality of life. Gain access to cutting-edge ideas that will increase your productivity and streamline your success. Find out how to supercharge your retirement plan so you won't have to retire with a pay cut. You can escape the rat race. Are you ready? It's time to learn to earn with Tyler Chef. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's do this. Welcome back for another episode. I want to talk to you about money. Okay. Money. I want to talk about responsible use of money, but more importantly, responsible acquisition of money. Ooh, I love that word. That's a fancy word. Acquisition of money. Right. And what brings this episode into light and what makes me want to do this episode is I am seeing a bunch of people doing some dumb stuff out there in the market right now. There are, we are definitely heading for some sort of some economic correction to some degree very, very soon. And here's how I can tell this. On one side, the banks and, and creditors and whatnot that have a clue are starting to pull back a little bit, right? They're starting to look at the spending habits and the, the, the credibility of the borrower, so to speak, and they're starting to think about protecting themselves from an economic downturn. This is the lenders I'm talking about. The, you know, Joe Sixpack, your average American, on the other hand, is looking for every single, every way possible they can finance what they cannot afford. The good news is there are some lenders out there that are basically, they're protecting themselves, so I'm not going to give them credit where credit isn't due, but they're obviously protecting themselves from losing money. But at least they are taking steps to, I guess, to make the blow not as hard, right? That said, there is this thing called unsecured business lines of credit or unsecured lines of credit. And what you're seeing these days is, and this is becoming rampant. First of all, let's, let's talk about traditional mortgages. They have mortgages out now in my market where you can, it, you can use an LLC. You can finance in the name of an LLC. There is no credit check, no personal guarantee required. Just got to have 20% down. Well, here's my thing. People are like, well, it's safe because you had to put 20% down. So you've got instant equity. Well, let's remember for one minute, you're in an inflated market, so your equity is false. The true value of, you, of the house or whatever you're buying is sign probably significantly less than what you think it might be because you're basing it on comparable sales. So when comparable sales shift, your value shifts, and that's going to leave a big void in your, in your equity bucket, so to speak, right? That said... Uh, what's going to happen here is that these these banks that are loaning out money, just handing money out crazy, and they're, they're oh, yeah, we got a 20% down payment, so everything will be fine. Well, what if the market drops by 30%? It's happened before. There's no reason why it can't happen again, and we have exceeded it 2007, 2005, 2006. We've exceeded those home values in many markets across the country. So 
when you are loaning money to people that are not qualified to borrow it in the first place, you are going to ask for these type of troubles. These are things that are going to come up. So let me segue into the whole thing about unsecured lines of credit, unsecured business lines of credit. And here's kind of how it works. You go to a company that does this uh, business credit thing, right? And uh, they're everywhere. And and not to say that they're not reputable. And there's a lot of them out there that are very reputable. My concern is that people that really shouldn't be borrowing money are borrowing money and they're borrowing it at terms. They're not, they don't understand the terms. They're not clear on what the real cost of their money is. And they're getting lured in by what they call teaser rates, what these credit card companies will do. So basically these business, unsecured business line of credit companies, what they do is they reach out to a certain number of credit card companies that have a history of basically giving credit away to anybody that can fog a mirror. And they will then, you know, the credit card company, whoever's brokering the deal, they're, they're, they don't have any liability at all. So what they do is they go out and they get you uh, lines of credit on a credit card, uh, several different credit cards. There's tons of companies out there that will give literally anybody a line of credit. They give you this credit card and they tell you it's, it's 12 to 18 months or 24 months interest-free. Well, what they tell you in the fine print is after the 18 months or 12 months or whatever the interest-free period is over with, sometimes they can institute interest if the balance isn't paid in full all the way back to the original date of the, of the debt. So if you swiped your credit card for 10 grand, don't worry, it's interest-free. It says 18 months. You get to 18 months in one day. They can, in some cases, charge you interest all the way back to day one retroactively. Well, you can imagine the cost of that type of uh, bill. And these are people, a lot of cases, that don't have the money to pay the credit cards right back off again. And there's people out there that are using cash advances on credit cards. First of all, they don't understand that if you take a cash advance, in a lot of cases with these credit cards, they're going to immediately hit you for a fee. If you do a balance transfer, they're going to hit you for a fee. They're going to fee you to death. It may be zero interest on purchases, but it's not always zero interest on things like balance transfers and stuff like that, or maybe vice versa. You've got to read the fine print. Credit card companies are out there to make money from you. They're out there to make a lot of money from you. They've got millions and millions and probably billions of dollars of funds tied up in making sure they can figure out a way to make money from you. Call it predatory, call it what you will, but you can't take the blame away from the irresponsible American that's borrowing money they know they can't pay back. So here's here's what happens. They, they, they lure you in, you get these lines of credit, you, for whatever reason, down the road, you can't pay it, it swallows you, you default, your credit gets ruined, your life gets ruined, you're in all kinds of trouble and, and grief and drama, right? Well, that's the reality of what happens there are people that think they can buy real estate using a credit card and don't worry, everything will be fine. And, and this usually happens with flippers, but now I'm starting to see it with buy and hold landlords. People are buying property, taking cash advances on credit cards, using the cash advance to go out and buy a rental property, thinking that after they own the rental property, they'll be able to refinance out of the property and refinance and get the money back out and pay the credit card off all within 18 months. But I ask you this, what if you're not able to do that? What if that plan doesn't work? Now you are saddled with this credit card debt and uh, you don't have a way to pay it back. And that's a huge, huge problem uh, because the credit card company really doesn't care that you can't pay it back. They're going to come get their money. They're going to sue you. 
They can seize all your assets. They can do all kinds of things. And you think, no, they can't do that. Oh, they absolutely can. Unsecured debt, frankly, in a lot of cases, and I'm not an attorney, but go ask one. Unsecured debt in a lot of cases is is higher risk for the borrower than secured debt. Because in a lot of cases, secured debt, only the only thing they can take is the is whatever the collateral was. But when it's unsecured, technically, they could get anything you personally own. They could possibly pierce the corporate veil if you're one of those knuckleheads that set up your own LLC and you didn't have a qualified attorney or a CPA set it up for you. Uh, it's very easy to, to pierce the corporate veil. Next thing you know, they're coming to take everything you got. So be very careful. And I'm hearing, I'm, I read a lot of financial journals and blogs and things like that, and I'm hearing a lot of chatter about the credit card companies doing this. Like they're suing people that aren't paying their credit card bills. They're like, hey, buddy. Um, we're not going to just write this off as a charge off like we did in the 80s. We're coming to get you, and they're coming to shut people down. So stay tuned. That's going to get kind of crazy. But in this episode, I want to talk about the cost of of money, really. It's like people don't realize that these unsecured business lines of credit, and which really is a fancy word for a credit card, one of the gimmicks they will do that I don't agree with because I think it's fraud, I think it's misrepresentation, is they have you set up a tax ID number. Uh, and then it happens to be the same number of digits as your social security number. Like it would be Tyler chef would be the name of the company and the tax ID number would be instead of my social security number, it'd be a tax ID number. In a, in my opinion, this is only my opinion. I think it is concealing valuable information from the bar, from the lender. And I think that's dirty business. I, I don't get sucked into that trap. So you got to ask these people, how are they getting you these business lines of credit? You know, if you've got a credit score, that's like a two fifty. You should be a little skeptical if they're handing you a credit card with a $100,000 line of credit. Obviously, you don't qualify for a $100,000 line of credit. They are misrepresenting in a lot of cases. And this is not all cases, but in some cases, they're misrepresenting the cost or um, the, the situation to the lenders, to the credit card companies, therefore obtaining credit for you by deceptive means, by fraudulent means. Just because they're breaking the law doesn't mean you're absolved either because guess who's the one that benefited from their fraud? You are. So in the event that this is discovered down the road, is it reasonable to think that the credit card company is probably going to come after you and there no judge in the land is going to look at you going, oh, poor Johnny, he's a victim. That dirty credit card company gave him a half million dollars in credit cards and he didn't know any better. It's not his fault he bought a big screen and a vacation to Europe and you can't spell Europe, right? So these are things that you got to pay attention to. If you are, it, what happens is because we live in a country where good Lord knows if we can finance it, we'll figure out a way to buy it, right? That people will go out and get these lines of credit. They don't have a plan for what to do with the money or their plan has no basis, no foundation. They run out, get themselves in hot water. They buy things that don't, that are not assets, right? They're buying things like houses to flip. And guess what? They open the walls up. They find a problem. Now it takes longer than 12 months or 18 months or whatever the interest-free period is to get the work done. It takes longer. And when it takes longer, then we're going to have a big problem on our hands because the interest, nobody seems to, nobody's going to care about the interest, right? Um, and this is stuff that you got to be careful of because nobody really cares that you can't pay the bill. They're coming to get their money. You can bet your bippy on that. So, Along with that, I want to cover a uh, actual loan offering that one of my students actually came across. So 
fortunately, thank goodness, he brought it to my attention before he went too far down the road and got himself in trouble. So I'm glad for that. Thank you so much for that. So he's a guy that's always done the right thing, you know, responsible guy, has a good job, does great work, just a real ethical, honest guy. So, and, and he's a guy that, that, uh, he listens well. So, right. So he was, he was given an opportunity for an unsecured business line of credit. And I want to run through the numbers with you real quick to kind of show you how crazy this can be real quick. And ladies and gentlemen, this is an actual loan offering, okay? An actual loan offering. And I will put this in the show notes for you. So if you want to actually see this, you know, you're probably driving down the road or at the gym, whatever, uh, I'll be happy to put it in the show notes for you. You can see it yourself and see the true cost of borrowing money on these unsecured lines of credit. That said, it, we had to jump through rings of fire to get the lender, quote unquote, to share the details with us. They were all about, let's get it done, let's get it done, let's get it done, sign here, sign here, sign here, but not all about sharing all the information up front before people got to a point to where they were committed, okay? So be careful. There are shark. <laughs> there are sharks out there, and I don't want to see you guys get, get bit. So in this case, it's a loan offering, loan amount of, $680,000. Now, let's, I'm going to start out by saying the borrower makes about 70, 80 grand a year. So he makes 70, 80 grand a year. Unsecured business line of credit has nothing to do with acquiring property. So this is not a mortgage. It's basically a series of credit cards uh, that they're using. $680,000 unsecured. Okay. The interest rate is, it says 10% interest. Okay. He's pre-approved. Here we go with the fees. This will be interesting. So the fees are as follows. This and the fees, the ones that are percentage based, are based are tied to the six hundred eighty thousand dollars. So, for example, the origination fee is two percent, and that two percent is of six hundred eighty thousand dollars. That's so that two percent adds up to thirteen thousand six hundred. The consulting fee is one percent, which is six thousand eight hundred. The broker fee is 1%, which is 6,800. The credit line setup fee, ladies and gentlemen, I can't make this stuff up. Credit line setup fee is $6,800. Total loan fees, $34,000. Now, you may say, well, I don't have $34,000, so they wouldn't be able to get me, Tyler. I'm not going to get caught by this gimmick because I don't have $34,000 to give them to give me all this line of credit. Don't worry about that, little camper. They're going to go ahead and, and put that 34000 right on your brand new line of credit. So before you do anything, you're going to start with a $34,000 loan fees. Now, there are other companies out there and agencies that do this similar thing. They charge different fees. Sometimes they charge 10% of whatever they get you as their fee. Okay, so if in this case... If you've got a six, if they approved you for $680,000, they're going to tap you on those cards for a $68,000 fee, $68,000. So you're going to, your line of credit will be for, you know, whatever the difference is, 622 or 18 or whatever it is. You're automatically starting out with $68,000 in debt. Well, if you're doing this to flip houses or whatever you're planning on doing, it better be wildly profitable to be able to stomach a $68,000 upfront fee billed to the credit card. 
And you may say to yourself, well, don't worry, Tyler, it's interest-free. That's no big deal. Yes, it's interest-free for 18 months, which means within, or 12 months or whatever it is, which means within that time frame, you better figure out a way to pay it all back. Well, number one, you got to figure out a way to earn $68,000. You literally have to learn how to make $68,000. You can't go borrow money to pay off $68,000 because you still haven't paid it off. You just took it out of one hand and put it in the other. You have to go figure out a way to get this $68,000 to bring your balance to zero. That's assuming that you haven't bought anything else with this thing. You know, like that little trip to Europe your wife always wanted or her husband always wanted. And this is the ultimate trap that people get stuck in and they're not paying attention. They're not seeing that or coming across with a plan that says, hey, guess what? I cannot pay this back if I borrow it, if this deal goes wrong. So how do we have, how do we we do this? Well, first of all, we don't do deals on speculation, on extreme speculation using funds that are expensive, that, that have a high cost associated with them. You were probably, as I was reading off all these fees, you're thinking, wow, that's crazy, Todd, 34000 Yet the most common fee structure is 10% of whatever they are able to get you for lines of credit. So 34000 is actually a gift. That's actually low. Okay, that's, I, I hate to say it, but almost reasonable. That's about half, that is half, of, of what it would cost if uh, they just got you at these credit cards, other, some of these other companies that charge a flat 10%. So that's actually more money. So imagine, guys, there's no way you're going to get out of this. Well, here's the thing. There's a cancellation fee of $5,000. So at any time after you sign the very first document, which it happens to be before all these fees are, are clear to you, they're going to hit you with, a, if you cancel at any time after you sign the initial document, they're going to hit you for a $5,000 cancellation fee. $5,000. Now, in some cases, they are so savvy that they will, I hate savvy for lack of a better word, they will use the take the $5,000 out of a credit card you have now. They'll offer you even better teaser rates, leave us a $5,000 refundable deposit, and then we will go ahead and do the work for you. And then people swipe their credit card or go borrow five grand or whatever they do to get the $5,000 because they can get this amazing deal. And then they come back, this company comes back and says, oh, well, you know, we can get you this, but it's not going to be at the terms we originally said. It's going to be at these new terms. And you say, well, that's ridiculous. I'm not doing it. Well, that's cancellation fee now applies. And a lot of you thinking they can't do that. Well, they can and they do. So let me ask you this. How do you fight this when you've got $68,000 or 5000 or whatever you have recorded against your, your name? How do you fight this when you're broke? You can't, which means they're going to win and come take your things. Gosh knows. Who knows what's going to happen? But this is what we call predatory lending because they are loaning money to you that's not secured by any asset. Therefore, they're not validating or making sure what you're borrowing or what you're, what you're using the money for. They're not doing any due diligence on you. They're just, I mean, tell me how that makes logical sense. Well, they know that there's people, most people, a lot of people are going to pay these ridiculous fees and you're going to just tough luck. And the people that don't pay, well, they're going to grab, glom onto all your assets. And either way, they're going to get their money out of you. There's no doubt about it. Or they're going to ruin your credit. You buy a house down the road. You get a tax refund. There's all different ways they can collect and get this money. They can sell the debt. Let's say, here's one popular, popular thing. 
let's say there's the cancellation fee of $5,000, you, you, you stiff the credit card company. Well, credit card company charges it off. They sell the debt to a debt collector. Debt collector buys it for, say, I don't know, 500 bucks, and then they go collect it. Well, the bank still made money, or this company still made money because they sold the bad debt. Okay, so it's, they're going to get paid somehow. They may not get paid full value, but they didn't deserve full value in the first place, so what's the difference? But they're going to get paid, and that's the operative thing that you got to think about here. They're going to get their money. So here's, in the fine print, that I found this interesting. This was triggered by a lack of follow-through. So this cancellation fee can be triggered by a lack of follow-through by not submitting the required paperwork in a timely manner. Or if you did submit the paperwork, the paperwork was not approved by the lender. They could say they don't like the fact that you did it on a legal pad or they don't like the fact that you used blue ink. They can reject the paperwork and automatically apply the $5,000 cancellation fee. Just like that. I know a lot of you are going, you can't do that, can't do that. Nope, nope, nope. Well, got, got news for you. They are doing it. They're doing it on a regular basis, and they're getting away with it. you got to be careful out there. So let's summarize this, and, and I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to go a next another step. I'm going to make a YouTube video about this. I'm going to put it on my YouTube channel. You go to my YouTube channel. Go to YouTube. Type in Cash Flow Guys on YouTube. While you're there, make sure you subscribe. Subscribe to my channel, and I'm going to put all these little tutorials that are in video uh, up there, these bonus episodes that, that you can go there, subscribe to the channel, to the YouTube channel, and you can see the video where this is all broken out for you. You can see me and the whole nine yards. Um, go there and do that. It's important. Go down there and do that, and I, you'll, you'll be able to see this whole thing in video format. So in a 60-month term, and by, by the way, this, this money was out here. This was in the loan. This was on a credit card. The 60-month term, the payments were $15,000, $15,170 per month. $15,000. Can you imagine that? $15,000. That's crazy. Total, in the end of five years, to borrow $680,000 would have been $910,000. $910, so about a... a $200,000 VIG, if you will. Unbelievable. Ladies and gentlemen, this is what's going on in the world. This is real. This is reality. Don't buy, don't sign on the dotted line for expensive money. Be very careful how you're going about doing deals right now. There is blood in the water. There are sharks everywhere. You've got to be extremely careful. If you are, if you are in a situation where you're unsure how to analyze the deal, send me an email. I can send you our deal deal review form. Write it all out. It's going to help you analyze the deal better if you want. Send me an email and let me know. Or better yet, go over to my YouTube channel. Go to this video. I will put a, a Dropbox link, if, I, if I'm able to, in the video of where you can get our deal review form. Fill that form out. It's going to help you think through the deal. Okay, So you can understand whether or not the deal makes sense or doesn't make sense. I'm going to wrap it right there, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you have a great week. Thank you for taking the time to listen. As always, uh, make sure you get over to that YouTube channel and subscribe. That's very, very important. I'm putting a lot of effort into my YouTube channel. I want to help you guys take more action, learn to earn. You can help me by getting over there. Give me a thumbs up on the videos. Like and subscribe them if you're listening to this. Whatever podcast player you're listening to, if you're able to leave a review, I would greatly appreciate it. And if you're not a subscriber to the podcast, please be sure you're subscribed to the podcast. 